Welcome back to another episode of Grief with Grace. If you are watching this on YouTube, you will notice that I'm in a different location. I am recording this from um, from my hometown, from Burbank, California, and this trip is still unfolding, but there has been everything from magic to tears, healing, curiosity, and so much more. And it's perfect that I'm here for the fall equinox, which is actually happening today, the day I'm recording this, and also the beginning of Libra season. So let's get to it. Welcome to Grief with Grace, the podcast for women healing from loss, trauma, and grief, or who know there's more to life, but aren't sure what it is or where to find it. Whatever brought you here, you are not alone. I'm your hostess, Lori Latimer, soul navigator, mystic, intuitive, bereaved mom, and grief and trauma guide. Recreating my own life after a divorce in 2008 and going on to create and live a life I'd only dreamed of after that, I found myself on a new healing journey after my 29-year-old son unexpectedly left this life in January of 2019. So I invite you to grab a journal, a cup of tea, light a candle and get cozy, and allow yourself to be seen, held, soothed, and inspired on your journey to wholeness. Blending the practical with the spiritual, each week my guests and I will inspire you to connect with who you are at soul level so you can find moments of joy in the everyday. Because even on the darkest days, there is joy if you know how and where to look for it. So as I said, I'm actually recording this on the autumnal equinox in the northern hemisphere or the spring equinox in the southern hemisphere. But, you know, no matter where you are, the point is the seasons are changing and we've just entered Libra season regardless of where you are. And if you hear some kind of yard thing in the background, that's just background noise. We'll go with it. So, you know, the conversations and experiences that I've had on my trip inspired this episode because I am seeing seeing things so much more clearly than I have been in probably the past couple of years. Things not only for and about myself, but about all the women on any kind of healing journeys, which in my opinion is all of us. And so just like the trees in fall begin begin releasing their leaves, it's also an invitation for us to release what no longer serves us, what's no longer in alignment with our values, with who we are or where we want to go in life. And so to release what's holding us back from healing or what's keeping us stuck is what we're invited to do at this time of year. So Libra season began on September 22nd or 23rd, depending on where you are in the world. And Libra loves things like balance and harmony, justice, relationships of all kinds, you know, from intimate to um, partnerships, to friendships, to social relationships, to work relationships, any kind of relationships. Libra is ruled by Venus, so it carries the energies of things like beauty and love, values, worth, and pleasure and sensuality. And here's what I know. So many women, and I'm raising my hand on this, are disconnected from their pleasure in life. I've known that for over 15 years, and it was a big part of the work I was doing with women before my son went to spirit. I'll leave more of that for another episode, but today I want to talk about this as far as how it relates to our healing right now, especially during Libra season. So when we experience trauma and loss, we feel a lot of pain. That's normal. It's natural. It's part of, of the entirety of the grieving process, part of the human experience. It becomes a problem when we stay stuck in the pain. And it can happen so slowly that you don't realize that that's what's happening. 
And that's what happened to me over the past couple of years. I didn't realize that until recently. And I work with a lot of women who are stuck in that space. Again, don't criticize or judge yourself if that's you, because it happens to all of us. Um, The other thing that happens is, you know, you're there in that place of pain and you choose to stay there. Either way, the result is that we are e- we either completely ignore the possibility of feeling any kind of pleasure in life again, or we think we're experiencing it, but it's really at a superficial level. It's a superficial type of pleasure. So I did a little bit of research, and I found that pleasure and pain are two of the most fundamental and primal human experiences. They're really... Mm, They're powerful motivators that influence our choices, our behaviors, and even our identities. We can become, we can be, we can get to a point where we identify with our pain, or we can get to a point where we identify with our pleasure. Either end of the spectrum in an extreme measure is things are out of balance. Pleasure is a positive sensation. It's often associated with things like joy, happiness, and reward. On the other hand, pain is a negative sensation. And I'm using positive and negative when it's really like the upper octave and the lower octave of things. But pain is linked to things like suffering, punishment, and discomfort. Both are essential for our survival and well-being. So we can't only live in the pain and we can't only live in the pleasure. We have to experience all of it. The, the full scope, the full range of the emotions. Again, it's part of our human experience. And, you know, while pleasure and pain often have physical manifestations, they are deeply entrenched and intertwined with our emotional and psychological states. They really shape our thoughts, our decisions, and ultimately our lives and the path we choose in life. So the question is, why do we stay in pain and de- deprive ourselves of pleasure? Well, in my experience, again, both from my personal experience, especially recently, as well as the women I've worked with, it's usually a subconscious form of punishment, of self-punishment. It's twisted, but it's what we humans often do. We also do it because we don't feel worthy of pleasure when we have experienced trauma and loss. Now, I'm going to invite you to do something. If you are not driving, if you're driving or walking, do this, you know, hit pause and come back to this one. You can just sit and be for a minute. I want you to close your eyes for a minute and take a deep breath into your belly. And there's a butterfly flying around. Hold that breath and now release it. And with your eyes still closed, ask yourself this question. Can you allow pleasure in the midst of your pain? Can you allow yourself to release some of the pain, even for just a few moments, and experience pleasure? And now open your eyes. And I want you to really sit with that, with those two questions. And, you know, maybe journal on why you came to the answers or the answers that came to you came to you. When people hear the word pleasure, they often immediately think of sex, but pleasure isn't simply sexual, although it certainly can be, and that is an important component of it. But it can also be a feeling we get from 
from foods we eat, from watching a beautiful sunrise or sunset, from gazing at the full moon, or from spending time with someone we care deeply about. It can be found in creating a beautiful meal, in creating a beautiful piece of poetry or a work of art, or a podcast to help others. I derive a lot of pleasure from doing this podcast. It can be found in the small things or the big things. It can be found in a massage, a luxurious bath, enjoying a meal with someone special, listening to a beautiful piece of music, or in erotic self-pleasure. When we have experienced trauma and loss, we have to consciously work our way back to pleasure. It doesn't happen automatically. It doesn't happen overnight. We have to find our way back to it. And we have to, it's waiting for us. We have to meet it. It's waiting for us. But we have to be open to receive it. And then we have to meet it. And when we do, the shifts in our life can be transformational. Like that, that beautiful butterfly that, that turned into goo before becoming a butterfly and bursting forth out of the, out of the cocoon. You know, from working in um, family law for so many decades, um, this, I know that the, the statistics for divorce, first of all, in general, are ridiculously high, especially in the United States. Um, the divorce rate for people after child loss are like, 81 or 86%, I can't remember. I mean, it's ridiculous. The statistics for divorce when a woman has been sexually abused, not by her husband, um, it could have been during the marriage or prior to the marriage, it's high. And these are just two examples of the result of cutting ourselves off from pleasure. Again, this is a much deeper topic that I'll be discussing more in the future, but I just want to plant that seed for now. And open you up to the idea of allowing pleasure back into your life and how much pleasure do you allow yourself to feel? Do you allow yourself to receive? But for now, suffice it to say that trauma, loss, and the exhaustion and overwhelm of modern life, all that has us completely disconnected from our bodies and from our pleasure. You know, I can remember years ago, this was probably 2015 or 16, I had a quote on social media kind of as my tagline, maybe, that said, how did it go? I'm trying to remember. Pleasure is every woman's birthright. And when we go through trauma or loss, we get disconnected from that. I am beginning a new relationship with pleasure in my life. I'm exploring new things and new places, both out in the world and within myself. I am looking deeply into my astrology chart to see where there are clues about what I require in order to feel and to experience pleasure. Yes, there are clues in our astrology charts that guide us to our unique ways of experiencing pleasure. And as I say that, I will say, if you're curious about that for yourself, email me, uh, info at laurielatimer.com to schedule a karmic astrology reading. It's amazing what is revealed in those readings. I have learned so much about myself in the past year by studying and becoming certified in and now doing many karmic astrology readings for other people. Because here's the thing, we are not here to live in pain. I've been through what I believe is one of the most painful experiences that a woman can have in this life. I also know that there's still pleasure to be experienced in life. And so if I choose 
to whether consciously or unconsciously to stay in the pain and cut myself off from pleasure, I'm depriving myself of so many beautiful experiences that are still possible in life. So here's my invitation to you. Over the next couple of weeks, as we are working our way through Libra season, I invite you to make a list of what brings you pleasure. Just notice as you go about your life over the next couple of weeks, as you engage in various activities in your everyday life, what do you find pleasurable? Now, let me say this is not going to come from your mind. Pleasure is something we feel in our body. We don't experience it in our mind. It's in our body. It's a physical sensation. Does something light you up or does it constrict you and make you feel constricted and restricted and contract? So notice how you feel as you engage in various activities. Make that list. And then, then see if you can turn it up a notch. Just like the volume, uh, the volume dial on a car radio, turn it up just one or two notches to increase the level of pleasure that you feel. I've been playing with this in my own life, and it's amazing what's been revealed to me. So I have a couple of other questions for you to journal on over the next few weeks while we are in Libra season. Again, Libra wants balance and harmony. So remember that as you journal on these questions, because these are going to be, I'm going to be talking about like two seemingly opposing energies or experiences. How can you bring balance and harmony into them? So first question, how can you find joy amidst your grief and trauma? How can you find joy amidst your grief and trauma? And the next question is, how can you appreciate the beauty of life amidst the grief and trauma? How can you appreciate the beauty that still exists in life amidst the grief and trauma? And the third question, this one just came to me, but how can you experience and allow yourself to receive more pleasure in your life amidst the grief and trauma? So. I hope you will, quote unquote, go there with these questions. Go deep. Nobody's going to see the answers except for you. I'll be journaling on these. I have not journaled on these, but I will be journaling on them over the next couple of weeks. And I know this episode is a little edgier than my previous episodes, but here's what I've realized so much in the past couple of weeks. We never know when we're going to take our final breath in this life. I mean, I've known that. We know that in general, right? It's become even more apparent to me. And I've integrated that more since my son went to spirit. But over the past couple of weeks, I've realized that I don't want to see anyone living in pain when there is still so much pleasure available to us. My friend's dog agrees. She's beautiful. I love her. Um, Yes, we might have to work to find it. But I promise you that if you start with the things I've suggested in this episode, you will begin to experience more pleasure at a much deeper level. But you have to allow it. You have to allow yourself to receive it. And then you have to embrace it and not shut it down because we have a a tendency to shut it down. Oh, that's too much. I can't go there. Oh, that's too much. I'm not worthy of that. So you have to allow yourself to receive it. And you have to be open and embrace it and not shut it down. So embrace 
Mm, embrace the complexity of both pleasure and pain. Understand that they are both an integral part of the human experience. So instead of fearing them, because some people fear pleasure, they fear what might happen if they allow themselves to experience turning up their pleasure dial a little bit more. Instead of fearing either one or seeking out one at the exclusion of the other, strive for harmony, not balance, but harmony between the two. And here's another question that just came through to me. Can you allow yourself to experience pleasure through or while you are experiencing pain? Embrace the moments of joy that I always talk about and seek healthy pleasure while also acknowledging and learning from your painful experiences. We all have painful experiences. It doesn't matter what they are. If they're painful to you, honor that. Remember that it's often in the interplay between the two that we find the most profound lessons and gifts and evolution and growth. So I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. I am going to be going deeper into topics like this in the near future. Yes, the tone of the podcast is going to be changing and evolving. I want to grow and evolve. I have been stuck. I didn't realize it, but I have been stuck. And it's time for me to experience more life again, more pleasure in life again. So as I continue to grow and evolve and the podcast continues to grow and evolve, I'm going to take you with me. It might be uncomfortable at times because I plan to talk about some things that do make a lot of people uncomfortable, used to make me uncomfortable. Some of them might still make me uncomfortable. But if we don't go into those places, they stay our shadows. This is a form of shadow work, is exploring these things that are uncomfortable to talk about, are painful to talk about. There's a lot of guilt and shame around pleasure and sexuality and sensuality for women. And I mean, I could I could do a whole series just on that, on what I've learned about that over the over the last few months. So yeah, it might be uncomfortable at times, but growth usually is. However, what I have found is that staying stuck, staying in the pain, depriving yourself of pleasure and joy and beauty and the fullness and richness of life is so much more uncomfortable. So... Yes, I would love to hear your thoughts on this episode. Um, go over to social media and find me and post there or send me an email. Again, info at lorilatimer.com. And um, I'm going to go off with my friend and enjoy this beautiful, sunny Southern California weather. Um, I'm so grateful to have had the time here with the people that I've had time with. They are the people who have really really brought me through the last couple of years, the last five years of my life. And I knew I had to come here to connect with them in person and to begin to find me again and to find pleasure in life again. And that's what I've done. That's what I'm doing, I should say. So until next time, as always, I am sending you so much love, light, beauty, and grace. Thank you for joining me for this episode of Grief with Grace. Please be sure to like our Grief with Grace podcast Facebook page and find me on Instagram at at Lori underscore Latimer. Don't forget to subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Spotify, iHeartRadio, or wherever you listen to podcasts so that you receive a reminder when new episodes are uploaded. 
and please leave a rating and review so I can continue to bring you new content and new interviews each week. If you find this podcast valuable, and I really hope you do, please be sure to share it with a woman who could use some inspiration in her life and on her journey. Until next time, I invite you to find a moment of joy today and every day.